Welcome to the Hell Hoops Podcast with Zach and Jalen. Jalen, let's go ahead and get right into it here. Let's do it. So, we called it, you know, Bledsoe to Milwaukee. Let's touch on that. What do you think of that trade? Who won that trade? Who won that trade? I feel like Milwaukee won that trade, for sure. They have someone that can lock down that, that uh, point guard position, which is loaded in the NBA. I think every team in the NBA right now has a point guard, like elite level, besides the rookies. Right, and it is interesting, especially because how Giannis has been playing. But uh, do you think Bledsoe, you know, running playing at the one is going to affect Giannis just because he's going to be more of a, a two, three, four kind of guy now? No, I still feel like they'll, they'll still let him run point most of the time, honestly. He's, right. But I feel like Bledsoe's a good a good scoring option. They can just dish him the ball and let him do what he has to do. So do you see the Bucks improving because of this? Improving? Yeah. Yeah, because they, they, all they got rid of was uh, Monroe, who really wasn't a factor to me anyway, and a first-round pick that really won't be – it won't be much because they'll still be like a top top seed in the East. Right, the Suns got Greg Monroe and a first-round pick, which could help them in their <laughs> rebuild, quote-unquote <laughs> rebuild. Whatever they got going on. You know, what? I mean, it's, it's, just, it's just bad. Yeah. The whole Phoenix organization – but um, as far as the Bucks go, what does this mean for Malcolm Brogdon, the president, reigning rookie of the year? He's gonna he play two, play two guard. He got drafted as a two guard. Right, you know you're not wrong. He, I mean at Virginia he played the two, but yeah. he showed promise. Yeah, yeah, he was he was good. He was good at point. He could handle the ball, but even still, Giannis still was pretty much the point guard anyway. So Bledsoe, you know, playing in Milwaukee, does this signify Milwaukee as an Eastern Conference contender? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, now for sure, because they have someone that can that can actually really lock up that point guard position. Because he's he's one of the most athletic point guards in the NBA. He's just he's just been slept on because he was on that such a bad team for so long. True or false? The Bucks will make it to the Eastern Conference Finals this season. Eastern Conference Finals? That's a stretch. That's probably false. False. We'll just we'll have to see. We'll have to see how the season progresses. But right now, false. I'm going with false as well. Are, are you buying into the Celtics hype? Absolutely. Absolutely, twelve straight. It's, twelve straight. Yeah, man. This their their team is just they everyone picks up like they pick up their own piece and do what they have to do with it. Like you don't like Kyrie's averaging over twenty points, but no one else is. But they're all averaging like twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen points. So like the, the whole load's not on him. It's a collective effort. Right. You know. You know. It's 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 sad to hear about Kyrie's injury and the you know the mask. Yeah, He's the, mask, the mask. The mask coming time. back, man. The mask is dirty though. I love it. I love it. Russell's mask last year. Oh yeah, D Rose's mask, legendary. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, Kyrie, Kyrie's already. He's been in the mask. I think twice now, and both times he was. I think he dropped forty both times he was in it at least once. Kyrie's just Kyrie's playing like he he really hasn't played before. You know, like you said. Yeah. He has. You know, Stevens gave him the keys. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He has the keys. Danny now. Ainge gave him the keys. Yeah, he yeah. is the dude. Yeah, we we all, we all knew when he would whenever he was going to go there, he was going to be the head head of that. Even with Gordon Hayward there, we still know. Right, and the Celtics are playing so well. Yeah, um, absolutely. Subsequently, the Cavaliers are playing yeah, mediocre. Yeah, to me, it, their defense is just lacking up for me. They just feel like they're not, and a lot of them, they're kind of old. They're like they're not running the floor as well as they used to. But I mean, it's still really early in the season. They're still they're going to make the playoffs. They're still the best team in the East. Right, it's just too early yeah, for anything. Early. It, um, the Pistons. The Pistons, they're number they're ten two. and three. Yeah, they're number two in the East right now. Uh, that that duo with um, Reggie Jackson and Andre Drummond is actually playing because they play. They made the playoffs two years ago. And they they had a good little streak then, but they're looking good. Tobias Harris is having a great year. He's averaging like twenty a game right now. 
You're totally right. They, they have some good pieces yeah, there. Yeah, they, they added uh, every Bradley. They're teaching them how to play that Boston Celtic basketball right there, too. Right. And you know I'm a huge Stanley Johnson guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, Arizona. For sure. For sure. He's having, he's having a good season, too. They, they're Defensively, that's one of the best defensive teams to me right now, too. Yeah, the Pistons. I, no, nobody saw this coming. Nobody talked no, about the Pistons. No. But you can't you can't count out, you know, Stan Van Gundy. Yeah. Slime. Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, no. Nah. And uh, Drummond just passed Shaq for most rebounds. I think like, I think most fifteen game, fifteen rebound games. Like, and he's only like twenty four years old. Insane. Yeah. Insane. UConn product. You know, every player who's come out of UConn just has a different kind of hunger. I don't know if you can attribute that <laughs> to the coach or the legacy Didn't of I? UConn, but Kemba, Drummond. Yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna touch on Rudy. Rudy Rudy <laughs> kind of fell off now. Yeah, that's that's my guy, man. But he's got he's really got to step up. He, he'll forever be a two K god for some yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah, on two K, yeah, he's unstoppable. Rudy, get if if you don't know if you're listening to this right now and you don't know, I don't know if it's a joke that the you know the developers of two K. I don't know if it's a joke or what, but for some reason, in every game since like two K thirteen, yeah, Rudy Gay's been overpowered. It's, it's been a couple of them. Like Joe Green on my my team, I'd always keep Joe Green on my team. Just come Trevor Ariza, Ariza too dude. doesn't miss. Who else would? I, I it's don't insane. Even, yeah, dude. But them too. That's my main go tos right there for sure. It's insane, man. Uh, true or false? Andre Drummond is the most underrated big man in the game. Underrated? Ah, uh, if he now slept think, upon, slept upon a little bit. Just because it's that Detroit team, no one expects them to do as well as they're doing right now. So you'd say true? Yeah, yeah, true. I'm going with true too, but you know, big big men are just so interesting, especially in today's league, because they're you know they're all really they're really not centers, they're just stretch fours. Yeah, but he's actually like a true a true down down there in Greece center. Right, and Porzingis talking about big men. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude, the the goat goat Zingas, man, he's he's the unicorn, a great the king in New York. Oh man, I'm so glad they gave him the keys. Like last season, last season was so ugly for New York. They really needed this to happen for them, and that's exactly what they needed. He's gonna be missing some time with with the elbow and the ankle. Supposedly, yeah. they said he might need a procedure done here in the near future. Yeah, hope, hopefully they get that out the way now, early in the season. And the Knicks are playing. De- you know, decent, in, at least for the Knicks, they're playing decent. Yeah, Joe Kim actually comes back next game. Right. And you know, uh, Joe Kim's best days are behind him. He'll still be a good yeah. defensive player at the least. Yeah. Yeah, at this, this day and age, everyone on the floor has to score. And he's just not he's not an offensive threat at all. Right. I mean, that's the Knicks need scoring. Yeah. That's what they lack. Yeah. This kind of scoring that, you know, Mello didn't attribute last year. You know, Mello can score. We all knew that. Yeah, we, we all know that. that. Yeah, that's absolutely. But the Knicks need more pieces. Frank Nilataka, you know, that's TBD to be determined. Yeah. Do you, Do you agree with what LeBron said about Dennis Smith? That he should uh, he should be a Nick. Should be a Nick. I feel like he should have went higher anyway. He should have been. To me, he's better than Lonzo and Markel. Dennis Smith. Well, I still I still don't understand the Markel full type. I never did when he was in college. Anything to me, Markel Fultz is a great player. He's a great athlete, but he he was so, he was overhyped coming out of the Pac-12. That said, terrible they, Washington team. Yes, yeah, that team was really. They, they weren't even five hundred. They didn't even. They didn't even. They yeah, won nine games. Yeah, terrible. But um, you know, talking about the Knicks, the Knicks are seven and five. You know, they're tied for fourth in the East right now with yeah. Washington, with Toronto. Uh, Philly's one game out. 
but you know who it's 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 early it's still yeah. early the, East, the eastern conference right now has actually picked up quite a bit it's actually really exciting to watch the eastern conference teams right now right i totally agree people are going to keep hate, hating on the east yeah but the East, the East, believe it or not, is progressing. Yeah, you got Giannis, you got Kristaps, you got the the Magic, who are playing really well. No, I don't think no one expecting that either. Aaron Gordon, Evan Fournier is snapping. Right. The so, are you buying into the Magic hype? No, nah, I feel like they won't. They still make the playoffs. Aaron Gordon's playing like a potential All Star. Yeah, sure. he should have been playing like this. Honestly, I feel like him and uh, him and Alfred Payton should have been playing at a high level a while ago. You know, I wish. Does Orlando need to make a move with Alfred Payton? Alfred Payton? Uh, honestly, no. I think they're fine with him right now. Do you, as Orlando progresses and tries to really push into making a run for the playoffs, do you see him as as their, their as their starting point guard? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I don't like I don't like Vucevic. Honestly, I feel like they should move him. They should move him. Yeah. He's just not. He's a good player, but he's he's not he's not playoff material to me. He's a, he'd be an, another good option on another team. Right, I totally agree. Uh, I think they might be even be able to get some significant pieces, maybe a trader, uh, maybe a pick or two, yeah, you know, from like, a trade. I feel like uh, Bismack, Biombo should start over him, honestly. that I feel like that'd give them more more pressure down low. It gives them defense and rebounding. And you can space the floor with Aaron Gordon. He can be out there and pop that three. And Jonathan Isaac, the rookie out of Florida State. Yeah, he's good. They just picked up Jonathan uh, Simmons from the Spurs, who's – Incredible when he needs to be. Right, Jonathan Simmons is the man. I I witnessed him in person carry an injury riddled Spurs team to a win over Phoenix. Yeah, man. At Talking Sticks last yeah, year, great. it was he's a great guy. He's great. They also they got uh they got Terrence Ross too. Terrence Ross is he's an amazing piece. They they came uh, from Toronto. Right, yeah, Terrence Ross definitely solid for Orlando. Um, so who's who's your questionable team or who's kind of the the unicorn? Of the East right now, you know what team? What team are you unsure about that that has a high ceiling? Has a high ceiling, man. I don't even know. I know that the Knicks. I feel like they if they had one or two more pieces. I feel like if Michael Beasley or Doug McDermott would step up, that'd be all they needed. Michael Beasley did all that talking before the season, and he's not even. I don't think he's even averaging ten points a game. It's just it's sad how things work out, especially because New York is such a big market. It's huge. Example A: Derrick Rose. He said they're going to win eighty-two games last year. Yeah, no, yeah, I knew, I knew that was going to be a sink or swim team. Example B: Joakim Noah. It's bust. just yeah, no. I mean, I guess it's not fair to say he's a bust. He was a bust as far as but he was signing him. He goes. was so good in Chicago. He Even was. when Rose was hurt, he'd take over that team. Defensive player, defensive, former defensive player. Yeah, of the year. great, huge energy. He'd averaging like 13 points a game, like 10, 11 rebounds, and like five, six assists. Like he was running point as the center. Right. I totally agree. Um, For me, I, I mean, I can't stop. I can't stop talking. I can't stop thinking. I can't stop reading. I can't stop watching this Milwaukee Bucks team. Yeah, yeah, that Bucks team. It's exciting to watch them. Honestly, right now they're you know they're tied for seventh with Philly. They're they're five hundred. Yeah. They're six and six. Giannis is a special player. Yeah, actually, I got a question for you. Uh, who would you rather build your team around, Giannis or Chris Stapps? Y- Giannis. You pick Giannis because for me he seems like he's gonna have a longer career. Porzingis seems more injury prone. Giannis, Giannis can carry a team to a higher degree because he can play every position. Yeah. That's my yeah. Answer. Yeah, I say Chris Stapps just because he's 
He's already got the scoring down. He plays defense. He rebounds. He does everything that you need him to do. You know, and they are, you know, they're both MVP candidates. Already. If you want to talk about the MVP race, you know, the biggest thing for me is, um, and Taz Mellis mentioned this on the drop, the starters podcast, an MVP, a lot of writers consider an MVP a player, you know, a player whose stats are overinflated, you know, on a mediocre team. That's not how it should be for me. Like, I, I wouldn't have voted for Westbrook last year. I would no. have voted for Harden. Harden, dude. I've had Harden the last three years as MVP. Right. So, you know, there's a Giannis. If if the Bucks don't finish in the top five or so, which is possible, they could lose games. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. is he an MVP candidate? Because the stats would be more overinflated. Yeah. They're, they're super. They're all really inflated too because it's so early in the season. It is, it is early. But, I mean, for me right now, especially because CP's out, Harden's playing great. He's continuing to play unbelievable yeah, basketball. Yeah, to me, to me, James Harden's one of the greatest offensive players 30, I've ever 30, seen. 30, 10, and 5. Yeah. Just insane. Yeah, dude. I mean, last year, who 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 else do you know who's averaged 29 points and almost 12 assists with eight rebounds a game? Nobody. He's Nobody. a special player. If Russell Westbrook did not average a triple-double last year, James Harden would have been your MVP. So, two weeks ago, Jalen – if I would have told you the Caval- in two weeks' time the Cavaliers are going to have a losing record and be out of the top eight, what would you have said? Yeah, no, I would I would not have, not have said you were crazy, man, honestly. that It blows my mind that they're doing so bad. But I'm just telling you, man, they're, they're coasting. It's early, so they're trying to get the rest they can now because, I mean, they just played in the finals. Right, and there, a lot of stuff went on in the yeah. offseason. Obviously, Kyrie leaving. Well, Kyrie demanding a trade. Yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, but it's it's a lot. Isaiah isn't there yet. That's going to be a huge key for them too. That's something that's you know super unclear, at least in the media. You know, I guess they're keeping that under wraps per se. But is he coming back? First of the, they could shut him down for the season. All star break. That would be my I said, guess. I've they've been he's been getting reps in. Break. He's been getting reps in, in the pregame. He's been I've seen that he's he could be like reevaluated in like the next like month. I mean that they need it. Yeah, they need it. They need it bad. They need a bet that their point guards just aren't cutting it. Nah, but I mean, you got one of the best point guards ever in LeBron James already. Right. But it's just, you can just tell it's not enough. As LeBron, you know, get, grows older, it's going to be harder, you know, for him to carry teams like he has since yeah. 2003. Yeah, but, but he can. <laughs> He's still doing it. I just, I just want to know where he slows down. Like, at what age? Right. You know, we'll, we'll talk. The Lakers have the money. They say they want to land two big free agents. Is that going to be Braun and PG? Man, that'd, TBD? Be, that'd be nasty, it's, but it's too, too determined. Cause I, I said that pre. I think on the first podcast that if uh, Lonzo Ball had a good, a really good season, that, that would attract them there. But as of right now, he's not playing that well. But he's, 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 it's still early. It's still early. It's still super early. People, people have really been giving Lonzo a hard time, but they really just need to. Just, just back off. Yeah, he recorded his first triple double. Yeah, the youngest season. Yeah, the youngest triple uh, player to ever have a triple double. Absolutely. And you see, you see, did you see what he said about it when the after you know in his interviews? Yeah, after he, the did, game? he didn't care about it. He said he didn't lost. care. They still took the L. Yeah. You know, he wanted to win the game, which which says a lot about. Yeah, it says yeah he wants to win. He's not worried about his stats. He does what he has to do to get the team to win. And I I do like how Lavar has kind of took it, taken a step back, not a step back. And, and, you know, social media and the entertainment world, but a step back from Lonzo. 
Yeah. They they've yeah, separated. Yeah, because he, he's he's that project's done. He got him to the NBA. He got him to the Lakers. Right, and um, I'm sure there's more to it. I'm sure Magic Johnson is in, in the Lakers organization. Yeah, they probably said, you know, like, yeah, Lavar, you chill, chill, yeah, you gotta, chill you man. You gotta calm down. Which is great, you know. Moving into the Western Conference, talking about the Lakers, you know, I do think this Lakers team could be special as the seasons go on. Kuzma, I know you like Kuzma. Yeah, Kuzma's yeah, Kuzma's solid, but Kuzma's kind of took over uh, Randall's spot. He's the starting four in yeah, L.A. He's starting four, and I think they like Larry Nance over Randall too. So true or false, Julius Randall will won't be a member of the L.A. Lakers come All Star break. Come All Star break, yeah, it's true. 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 It just depends on what they can get for him. If they can get somebody big, I'm trying to think of what teams need like a four. I mean, there's multiple teams. Yeah, there's a lot of teams that need a four because four is not a strong position right now in the NBA. Just any team, it's really not. Especially the thing is, Julius Randle. You know, he's a decent rebounder. Yeah. He he can't shoot. Right. Not not consistently. No. 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 Yeah. You're right. Can't shoot what like how teams would need him to shoot if they were giving up significant pieces. Yeah, that's that stretch four is a huge. It's getting to the point now where if you can't shoot in the NBA, you're a liability. You're totally right. But you know, a team. Especially a team in the Eastern Conference. Man. Well, a team like Chicago, you know, that whole Nikolai Miritich, Bobby Portis situation. Yeah. Maybe they can make a swap. I don't know who they I don't know who they want to give up. Portis. I would I would trade Miritich. No, they just signed Miritich to a pretty pretty good extension. They probably would get rid of Portis because he seems to be a problem down in the locker room. I mean he started the he put Miritich in the hospital. Yeah, he did. He he actually he played well his first game back too. He had like twenty one thirteen. And then there, there was controversy. What you know, Miritich wouldn't return his phone call yeah. or text it. But, but this is your teammate who's caused this whole, you know, situation. Yeah, but, so I I sympathize with Miritich, yeah. Bulls fans in the organization. Yeah, it, but the Bulls, the Bulls, they got a uh, marketing. He's looking great. Right. He's slept on. He's averaging like eighteen a game right now too. But they're just they're just stuck two and nine right now. They're not playing well at all. But I mean, no one expected them to do well either. Right, you're totally right. Yeah. As far as the Eastern Conference goes, it, it's really it's really crazy because the the top couple teams are you know definitely a wild card. You know who knows who, who can make it in each spot. I think Boston's you know Boston significantified in. You know, yeah, I, I think Boston's locked in at one. They'll be they'll stay at one all season. But then everything else two through two through you know all the way to eight, and then the next seven is a toss up right yeah, now. Yeah, I feel like. Uh, the Pistons and the uh, the Magic will not be in the playoffs. You think it won't work out for either of them? No, I feel like I well feel like they'll they'll hit a slump. Yeah, I mean Detroit's ten and three. The last ten, they're eight and two. Yeah, and it's just insane. Because yeah, it's just I just feel like there's just better teams. Like Washington's a better team. Uh, Milwaukee's a better team. New York's a better team. Cleveland's obviously a better team. Right, Cleveland will be the better. There's going to be no surprise. You know, is it Warriors, Cavs, round four? Yeah. Probably not, but could be. I would not be surprised. Nah, um, yeah, yeah, no, it's going to be. I know people are so tired of seeing that, but, I mean, it's just that's just the, the, the fact of it, that they're just that good. An interesting matchup on Wednesday is Detroit at Milwaukee. That's Milwaukee, gonna, that's going to be a good game. That's going to be, you know, make sure to check that out if you're Absolutely. listening to this show. Because all of... Most of Giannis's points come around the rim. <laughs> most, most, I mean, all, all his points come from around the rim. 
and Drummond being down there, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun matchup. Right, and uh, last week when they when they played, Drummond had fourteen free throws um, against against the Bucks, and that was just that was insane. Yeah. You know, he was just sinking yeah, he's actually, everything. He's actually shooting really well from the free throw line this year. Right, that that was super notable because he's not obviously he's not the best free free throw shooter, but he does get to the line, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, he's playing well, for sure. Yeah, I saw some. Uh, not too long ago, it was uh, that him and DeAndre Jordan are shooting better free throws than Russell is shooting right now. I think Russell's shooting like 51% from free throw. It's crazy, especially DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. Yeah, Russ, he's been – Russ has been having a pretty rough season to me. The, the thon- I mean, it's it's too early to know. Yeah, they're still, they're still trying to match. Games. But Paul George, Paul George just dropped 38, and he dropped 40 – was it 46? Night before 42. Right. Totally insane. Yeah, like back-to-back. It's – I think there's two different sides to the whole OKC situation. Half the people, at least in the media, are saying, you know, Russ needs to step up. He needs to be the true, you know, 1A player. Yeah. And then Melo, PG, and the other assets, yeah. you know, obviously significantly blow him. But the other side says they really need a mesh and play trio ball, you know, have 1A, 1B. Yeah, one C. yeah I, feel, I feel like, you know, one player can have a great game. Because, I mean, Paul George has been snapping these last two games, and they won the last two. So, I, I really – I couldn't tell you. There's three alphas on one team. They're still trying to figure everything out. But it should be – they should be fun. Cause to me, that's that's one of the teams that could contend with the Warriors in the West. Okay, see. Yeah. i love to see that. Yeah, I would love it too. Them and the Rockets, man. Because, you know, I'm a, I'm a pretty big Rockets guy. And like just, just the way that they shoot their threes, because last year they was they had the most threes like ever, right? Like no, and no one ever like talks about it. Like they shot more threes than the the Warriors team last year. Period. Just any team. Period. This Rockets team is really interesting. Yeah. It, it it just it's crazy for Harden because the longer CP stays out, the better his chances are of being MVP this yeah. season. I really hope that he doesn't mess the whole feng shui up there. I really hope he doesn't ruin that for him. It almost seems like they don't need CP. They don't need Obviously, them. they do if they want to make a deep run in the playoffs. Yeah. They want to be better than this Spurs team. They want to be better than this Man, Thunder we team. Any, we haven't even seen Kawhi. With the dubs. Kawhi hasn't even touched the court yet this year. Right. Absolutely insane. Kawhi was one of my favorite players in the game. And obviously, you can't ever count the Spurs out. You can't count you can't. Pop out. Uh, absolutely not. Pop is the greatest coach to me ever. Ever. in Pop 2020. Absolutely. So, Jalen, a recent hot-button issue, kind of a controversial one, is, you know, what's going on with the refs right now, particularly, Man. you know, with Westbrook and all that kind of stuff. What it's, do you think? It's actually really it's really off-putting, honestly. It's really annoying to me. I know it's got to be for the players because that um that technical or flagrant he got for uh the Kings guard, Bogdanovic, was stupid. Like, he clearly got fouled, then he got, he got called for the flagrant. And then got him, Paul George, and the, uh, Donovan Mitchell got fined for it afterwards, which I thought they were going to, like, take his file away. But they, they just, like, nope. Like, yeah, no, that's how we officiated it. That's how we called it. So, sorry. Right. I, I think sometimes refs, I don't know if they don't have too I don't think it would be fair to say they have too much power, but they definitely, they, there's a lot of politics involved yeah. with, with referees, especially in today's NBA. You know, yeah, do they, they call Westbrook? You know, he obviously he got fined. Melo got fined, yeah. and Billy Donovan got fined. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know, for making statements about the refs, which 
they should have the right to voice their opinions, even though they're absolutely NBA players. Yeah, like, yeah, like they're they're trying to make it like a dictatorship, and they absolutely shouldn't be, because they see how the NFL's been taking this here lately too. That's not been like the image of the NFL to me right now is awful. Right, I think Adam Silver, you know, and it's I hate saying every time something goes wrong, you know, Adam Silver needs to take care of it. Yeah, it's the same, it's the same ideology with like Trump when something happens, you yeah. know, the president. But it is he's the commissioner. Yeah. He needs to do something about it. Yeah, yes. Because the worst thing that could happen is for there to be a mutiny or any kind of bad blood between coaches, players, team personnel, and then and, and refs. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's just man, it's just been a headache. Hopefully, it, hopefully it dies down. But here lately, it's not been. It's been bad calls everywhere. Right, and they they do need to do something about it, especially especially flagrants. Yeah. Especially yeah. flagrants. Yeah, for sure. And teed up, you know, as we saw, what, yet two nights ago, you know, Embiid and KD got that double tech. That was like for nothing, <laughs> just like for going back and forth. They need a, it's, like you said a little earlier, the NBA is soft. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like, people want them to play with a whole bunch of fire, but, I mean, you can't. Like, if you keep putting the fire out, like, there's no point. Right. They want their athletes to play the highest level of intensity possible. You know, what's, that's going to come with, you know, if if you're playing at the highest intensity, that's going to come with attitudes. Yeah, yeah. And, like you know, like we we want to we want to see that we want to see that dog. Like, we don't want to see nobody get hurt either. But like, let them get in each other's face. Make let them get mad at each other. Let one of them go off for fifty points if they if they need to. If that's their way of lashing back. Right. Totally agree with that. Yeah. So a guy that we did forget to mention on the first episode for rookie of the year was uh, Ben Simmons. Man, he's been snapping. And but yeah, shout out to uh, my guy Joseph. Cause he let me, he put me in on that man. He really, he's like, y'all didn't say anything about Ben. I was like, man, I just slipped my mind, honestly. He's been going off too. Yeah, he has been. He's been, he's been great for them. Like he's, he's everything. If he gets him a jumper, man, cause he's, he's pushing seven feet tall. People are forgetting that he grew like two inches over this last year. Right, and he's been grinding, man. He yeah. looks more cut. His yeah. vert looks higher. His shot looks better. Yeah, and his playmaking abilities. Yeah, he's, insane. he's got that dog in him too, man. He's like, he's aggressive. It's right. just, yeah, man, he's. He, he might he might be the next the next big thing. Benson, I could totally see it. I could see him, you know, mess around and be rookie of the year, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Possible all star in this season. The way that's the way that's looking now. Yeah, all star. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, because people people love the uh, the Sixers right now. Right, and, you know, Jay. Let's close our show out with this. Joel Embiid, he got that extension. Yeah. Huge extension. Yeah. Hundred and fifty plus million dollar extension. Yep. Yep. Four years, five years, yep. whatever it was. Yep. Are you are you buying in the process? Are you buying are you all in with the process? I am all in with the process. You heard it here first. I I trust in them and I feel like they're gonna be great. I hope so. This I mean they're they're tied for, you know, seventh in the East right now. Yeah, they still would, still early. Still early. Six and six. Yeah. But you know I, I want to believe in the process. I like the Sixers. I mean, they got JJ Redick to leave LA. Yeah, man. But that that feel like you know they overpaid them because they needed shooters. They needed shooters. Redick has been showing up for them though. Yeah, yeah. He's. I think he's already had two thirty point games this year. Yeah, for sure. They're gonna make the playoffs because of Redick. It would be yeah. questionable. Markel. Yeah, Markel. Markel comes back. If Markel <sighs> comes back bad. and he and he plays to the point where he is, uh, where he should have been playing. It's gonna be it's gonna be nasty. You know you can't you can't you know uh, give up on my boy T.J. McConnell. Yeah man, he's he's grimy too, dude. And uh, he's grimy. They got uh they got Saucy Costello. They got Nick Stauskas. 
that bus man he went to he got drafted by Sacramento when Dario I was Saric. Yeah, he, yeah, I forget about him too. He's he's great. They got people to spread the floor. They just Amir Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Everyone hates on Amir. Yeah, no, nah, he used to be uh, a key part of that Toronto team. Toronto, right? Yeah. Like people loved him in Toronto, but any you, you go to Toronto, everybody's going to love you. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, last thing we're going to talk about here, Jalen, is today the president of the Raptors organization was talking about, you know, bringing Vince home, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. he didn't. There was no specifics. Uh, people are speculating um, whether that means they're gonna, you know, sign him at the end of the season if he retires, sign him for a one-day deal, or, or trade for him. As they should. As they should. Or what I'm thinking is they're gonna retire his number. Yeah. Yeah. As they should. They absolutely should. He deserves it. Vince Carter deserves to be his number deserves to be retired Absolutely. by Toronto. Absolutely, because he, he was he was huge for them. He single handedly brought that organization to to the NBA. It's great. To me. I mean, T Mac wasn't as significant. He wasn't yeah. there long enough. Yeah, no, nah, he wasn't. He, he really he made his impact in uh, Orlando. Right later, Bosch. Yeah, Bosch. Bosch was huge for them. I feel like they should they should retire. Just like they should retire. Uh, DeRozan's and Lowry's already for me. Eventually they will. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The one Bosch's one will definitely be retired. But Vince, Vince was the original. You know that dunk contest. You know, yeah, it's, it's over. It's over. It's, yeah, over. That's, it's done. That's all. That's all it was. You know, it would be cool to see Vince in a role. Obviously he's still playing. Yeah, dude. He's nah, in Sac. He's, he's yeah, in with yeah, the They're just they're just young, and they're in the Eastern Conference. If they were in the no, they're in the Western Conference. If they were in the East. I feel like it'd be a much different, much different story. But that's a lot of teams in the West. You take a lot of those bottom of the barrel teams in the West, put them in the East, they might be a playoff team. Right. Um, De'Aaron Fox hit that buzzer beater. You know that was that was big for nasty, him. Nasty man. He's, the Kings he's are a, still at the bottom. Great, he's a great point guard. He's going to be nasty in the league. Right. Sac. You know Sacramento has to get over those other teams that are better. They're just playing better just than playing Denver. Better, man. Denver's better than them. Every New team. Orleans is better than Every them. Every team, but like the ups, Orleans, better they, than they them. have one of the biggest upsides to me. Like, just like to me, like the upside with them in the next three years would be better than a lot of those teams that you just named. All right, final thing we're gonna say here, and this may be a bold prediction, but take it as you may. Um, in two years' time, the Kings will be further to the top of the West than the Suns. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, for sure. For sure, just for the sure. way everything's going. Just the way everything's going. If Devin Booker, unless Devin Booker can go off and average thirty-five a game, and they get him some really good pieces around him, and then in the next couple of drafts, it's not. They they do have that draft pick. They'll have another. They'll have another lottery pick because they yeah. suck so much yeah, this yeah, they're, year. They're pretty bad. But, but like if they snag like a Marvin Bagley or something like that, then yeah, maybe. But other than that, no. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Thank you for listening to the Hella Hoops podcast with Zach and Jalen. If you liked our podcast, make sure to go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Hella Hoops. And be watching out for our next episode coming next Sunday.